0: Sam here with some pre-show notes ahead of episode 83 if you submitted questions for our bonus action thank you so much that's going to be released here in the next couple of weeks so you can keep an eye out for that along with our weekly regular programming if you haven't done so consider leaving us a review in whatever podcatcher you're currently listening that five-star review is instrumental for us to get new listeners and we are so close to 7,500 downloads so that would just be amazing if you were to do that for us it's a free way to support us and the show you can find us over on Twitter where Andrew's dropping mad memes every week. Every Monday is Mad Me Monday. Uh, you can also find us over on TikTok where Will is dropping um, custom self-made content there as well. It's uh, always good for a quick laugh. So we hope to see you there. You can find us anywhere at the Madness table. With that, I will hand it over to Will and kick it off with episode 83. Mario All right. So game. last
1: time, y'all <laughs> – uh were visited by Miss Pickshine and she was all upset, right? And she was like, What happened to my son? And you guys were like, Big demon dude, killed him, turned him into these weird things and then we just like pow kill him and then when that was like done, she went off with the Misty Grammatic. You guys came over to my house, <laughs> the foamy mug, got some rooms, met my mom, uh, went to bed, had some sick ass breakfast with me, and now <laughs> we're going out in the big
2: city. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. So, where are you guys going to hit you first? If we ever start like, episode transcriptions <laughs> that right there it's is gonna be latin be. there's, there's gonna, gonna be yeah there's gonna, gonna be like a the war sitting. <laughs> like <laughs>
3: it's so
1: bad. yeah just just a you know like siri audio message before the recording it's like you may want to mute or skip the next 15 yeah. seconds yeah. you yeah, right. don't have to know what happened last time this <laughs> yeah. badly not that badly
4: at what cost
1: If you stop listening to the podcast, we're sorry. We understand. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, where we headed you first, you guys? Clearly, we're looking for Nomi, but it's a big old
3: city.
2: Well, you did say that you knew the place like the back of, of your hand. And I do. So you would probably know best where Nomi is. So maybe we just go there. Okay, cool. Follow me, guys. Just try to keep up. I oh, know I walk fast. <laughs> you heard the man. Let's go. I imagine he definitely has a club foot. Like he's just. Like, <laughs> I know. I he he
1: he um he shuffles. He's no. skiffing, scuffing. Everybody knows when Jimmy's coming. He is no rogue. Um, so he starts leading you guys north into the city, and he's like, so um. Over that way, if you were to go in that direction, you wind up at Second such Judge's house, and we keep going this way. Oh, yeah, that would head you back down to the dramatic Hall, and over here. Oh, hey, you know what? It's not the first place I would check, but my mama told you guys about it. Over here is the Speaking Stones. Is that some place you guys want to check, or do you want to go to um. like my
4: first inclination where she might be? Yeah, I, I'd like to take a quick look at the the Sending Stones. It seems uh... An interesting thing to see, if nothing else, uh, the speaking stones, ah, yes, speaking stones. Yes, speaking stones.
1: Yeah, you gotta say it correctly,
4: otherwise the enclave might get a little upset. It's like a big deal religiously. Uh, of course, of course, I would not want to offend the um, local enclave. Uh, yeah. Now,
2: Jimmy, obviously as as a resident of Bligdenstone, I know what they are, but w- why don't you explain a little bit more to the strangers what the the speaking stones <laughs> mean to the community? uh well i mean
1: they're not a lot of huge in this community it's mostly to the enclave but um and he like straightens himself up and he's like so over here if you were to take a look over to your left and he like leads you into this cavern and you see that there are a very large circle of like stone menhirs and basically menhirs are just like Um, singular standing stones. Think like Stonehenge, Stonehenge, but they don't have caps on them. Mm -hmm. And but they're these ones are particularly larger and more boulder-like. Menhirs tend to be kind of very long and straight. These ones are a little bit rounder. And you can see that there's actually a couple of individuals in, like, kind of priestly robes sitting in the center here, and they seem to be deep in prayer. And he's like, oh, sorry, we're going to be a little quieter here. So, these are the, the stone men here. Um, so, I've been told they kind of, like, predate Bliggenstone. Um But, like, the Enclave thinks these guys were, like, ancient Caleb Terp. And, uh, you know, they use it to, like, communicate with the gods. That's, that's
4: kind of like what happens in here. Mm. Very good, Jimmy. Thank you for showing me this. Uh, a quick question. What what gods are worshipped in this city?
1: Uh, Well, the one I know the, the most about, because my mama makes me thank him every day, because uh, supposedly he blessed her with me, is that would be Calarder and Smooth Hands. She's like, praise them smooth hands, Jimmy, every day, because that's the only reason why he's here, is because of his good graces.
4: Mm, excellent. Uh, thank you, Jimmy. Um, perhaps, yes, let, let us follow now your inclinations um, for the location of um, our friend, Nomi.
1: Oh, yeah, no problem, dude. Uh, show up this way. We're going to go go ahead and over to you to He leads you guys through a couple other small pockets, and eventually you kind of get into a large area, and you see there's um, quite a few of the guards, like, uh, training, getting together, talking, and Jimmy walks in and he's like, What's up, guys? With new posse. How's he doing? What's up, Ernest? Juices? where's my fucking money, man? I expect you (laughs) back. It's all right, dog. I know you'll get to me when you can. Uh, what's up, Rockefeller? <laughs> what's new? How them shoes treating you? Good? Nice, 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 nice. Happy to hear about it. And he, like, attempts to do some kind of, like, weird handshake with somebody and just, like, slapping their hands. He's like, catch you on the flip side, dude. I got important business showing these things guys around.
4: True, <laughs> truly a, a man of the people, Silas. Oh,
1: yeah, no, I swear. If Dorbo wasn't, like, here in, like, one of the originals, <laughs> I'd be running this place. Uh... Over here, we got, uh, like, you can see up here, We get, this is the, the ruby in the rough. It's, like, the temple around here. People get buried down below. It's, like, the old catacombs, supposedly. This is where some of the ghosties are. I don't know about all that. <laughs> I'm no scaredy cat. And then he looks around like he's actually really fucking scared. So. <laughs> but, um, anyways. I'm, we got,
0: I'm sorry. The oh, yeah. the spirits that were mentioned by Tappy are here at the ruby and the rough.
1: Well that's what like some some people claim, but I don't know about all that. I'm not into that silly, sissy stuff.
0: If you are scared, I will walk ahead.
1: I'm not scared. Who said you were, who said I was scared? I'm not scared. You're scared.
4: Silla, are you scared?
0: I am not.
1: Yeah, I see you quaking your boots. What's up with that? Why are you a scare cat?
0: I think Scylla walks toward him like menacingly.
1: Uh, no, it's cool. Uh, listen, I'm sorry. You're not cracking in your boots. They're just not very tight on your feet. And they were just still shaking after you were taking your steps. <laughs> it's no big deal. You should get some new laces on that shit. Um, I don't you know the best place for that. Uh, we can check out the Trader's Cryo. I bet there's some string and stuff for you.
0: Lead the way. Please, please don't hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: okay. Um, right, by the way, you guys see Nomi in here? I, I'm, I'm. Sorry, I was so transfixed by your loose boots.
2: Did we see Nomi in here?
1: <laughs> Perception checks.
2: <laughs> I was transfixed by your loose boots. <laughs> I mean, haven't okay, we all so been I there? Don't,
0: I don't want to say it, but he's got this thing with feet, it seems like. Rockefeller's shoes, Scylla's boots. Like, maybe he's like... Uh,
1: who knows? It's who knows? hold on? Better he's an idiot, smooth talker.
2: (laughs) Uh, 25 on perception.
4: Wow, holy crap. I had 23 and I thought I was hot stuff.
2: Yeah. Okay. Imagine having a character with wisdom. Gross.
1: uh, you guys don't see Nomi in here. Um, you do see a couple of regular you know, people kind of moving about, talking to each other. This, uh, this place is definitely illuminated by um, quite a few of those caged uh, giant fire beetles. And you see that there is one kind of young-looking um, priestly individual who's wearing different colored robes than some of the others you saw in the speaking stones. And he's looking a bit flustered. As he's talking to uh, some individuals there and he's kind of like running around trying to kind of like set up a couple of altars, you know, get some more um, lanterns out. But other than that, that's all you see uh, other than these, uh, a set of stairs that go down um, kind of towards the north or I mean the the northeast of this larger altar in the middle of the room. Mm.
2: Uh, do I know this, or know anything about this younger individual sort of running around? No, you haven't met this individual before. Okay. All right.
1: Fine. Um, uh, so <laughs> you, got, you could roll, uh, any of you could roll, like, an investigation check if you wanted to kind of, like, deduce a little bit more about this individual.
3: Twelve.
2: Investigation? Yeah.
0: Twenty-three.
1: Damn! Ooh, nice, yes. nice, nice, nice. Um, what you got there, Starcaller? Did you roll? or?
4: You... Uh, I got a 14.
1: Okay. Uh, you think, Scylla, like, this kind of reminds you of perhaps some of your people's customs back in the Deep Lake, Some of those kind of more scholarly individuals that would kind of, like, attend to records or, you know, that weren't out in the training yards. And you think that this is perhaps kind of like an acolyte. Essentially, not fully a priest, but someone in training, who has seems to be like trying to attend to the temple, but is having a really friggin' hard time of it because so many people are coming in and like begging him of certain things, and he seems just absolutely overwhelmed.
0: Um, it seems that that acolyte is overwhelmed by the number of people visiting.
2: He'll get used to it. They all do.
0: I shouldn't like to stay here. I don't think if Nomi is not here. Perhaps we check out the trading grotto.
4: No, we could ask the small fella, uh, and I'll go up to the the acolyte real quick.
1: Okay. Uh, what do you say?
4: Ah, uh, acolyte. Um, do you know the whereabouts of one Nomi, path shedder?
1: Uh, this individual, he was, like, facing away from you, and he turns around, and his head is still down, and he's like, Listen, I'm very sorry, I'm incredibly busy, but, um, Nomi is- And then he, like, looks up and sees you, and his eyes get really wide, and he's like, Uh...
4: Her location, please.
1: <laughs> right, um, his head. uh, Nomi, Path Shutter, um... And he, he's looking looking around. Um, no, she didn't she didn't come here into the temple today. Um, uh, I think she had to tend to uh, uh, a new collapsing in in one of the tunnels to the north. Um, sorry, is is it something I can help you with though? No, like I, whatever need you, whatever you need from her.
4: I I, I seek her personally. We are to help her in some endeavor. We will seek her at this at this collapse.
1: Okay. Um. Yeah. No. That's fine. Um. Uh, my best bet, if, if, uh, assuming you don't know, and Jimmy steps up, he's like, don't worry, he knows, he's got me, and the guy's like, oh, for fuck. No. All right, Jimmy. <laughs> Good luck with that. Jimmy's like, no problem, dude. Uh, come with me, Starcaller, I got you, I'll show you the way, I totally know where this collapse is. Um, I'm gonna
2: hobble up to the Acolyte. Yeah. I don't trust that boy leading me anywhere. Absolutely. Tell me what you Absolutely, you can. should not,
1: no, um... Yeah, no. Nomi went to uh, to the north, uh, kind of towards the reception hall. I guess there was some kind of incident with the were rats, and a new closure happened—a collapse tunnel. Uh, there was the potential for some kind of attack last night, and so Digramatics just called for the collapse of a tunnel. Keep keep us separate for the time being, I guess. Um, no, she's there with the Earth ele- elementals. Uh, I think they're just kind of trying to keep it contained. Uh, Your best bet's to go through the Trader's Grotto to get there, though, from here.
2: Very well. Very much appreciated.
1: Yeah, no problem. Um, Good luck. Uh, All right. So, Jimmy's like, all right, cool, guys. You, You ready for this grotto? It's like the coolest thing. There's so much stuff you could buy there. If you've got monies. I don't know if you guys got monies. I got monies. You guys got monies?
0: I have an acceptable amount of money.
1: Nice. Nice. Good. Yeah, how you guys make a living? Mostly killing. Whoa. That's, I... like, really hardcore, dude.
0: Killing does tend to happen, but we are hired.
3: Oh, cool.
1: Things. cool. So you're, like, mercenaries? You're out there, like, killing for the gold, doing what the big guy says, not to be messed with? Um,
0: no, I struggle. Starcaller?
4: No, Jimmy, 10 out of 10. No notes. You got this. Oh,
1: I knew it. Thanks. My stellar intelligence.
4: And Anyways, I'm going to have, have Don's Edge just telepathically tap still and be like, it's really not important that he knows anything. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> just tell him whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Tell him you're God. He'll <laughs> walk away happy. <laughs>
0: Scylla just struggles because she's, like, so against lying that she's like, it's just best not to say
4: anything. We've been in a situation where Scylla just, like, sits quietly because anything she could say would either be unhelpful or a lie.
2: (laughs) She just starts getting a nosebleed as she tries to talk to this fucking dimwit. It's
1: just so
0: painful.
2: Um, and
1: so he starts leading you guys north. You pass through the, um, the full encounters of the ruby and the rough and you squeeze through some small tunnels and then you come out into an area uh that is quite interesting you see that there are numerous tents pools of water and you see that there are there's two different levels here one kind of forming this uh y-like shape um and then down below there are stairs that go to a couple of similar areas where there's more people kind of tucked away uh conducting more business and jimmy goes so this is like the the trading right anything you could need this is the place to be um clearly that guy thought there was like some other place Nomi would be, but this this is the place to look. Um Holy crap, wow, that's like who is that? And he's looking over and you guys see that amongst all the deep gnomes is this very tall, um, like very lean individual of a very like palish blue skin um more so on like the white kind of albino coloring um and it's because of the the water kind of reflecting off of the different caverns in here that her skin kind of picks up this this blue shade she has a like braided mohawk and hair that sweeps off to the side and a longer ponytail and one side of their head is shaved and they tower above everybody else in here how tall are scylla and star collar
4: Oh, I remember. Um, he is six two, I believe. He's like, yeah, he's a very stringy six two. Uh, okay,
0: six even.
1: Yeah, so she's like right in the same ballpark as the two of you guys. Um, compared to you know the rest of the deep gnome who I think are around like three feet tall, about
2: between three and four feet.
1: Yeah. Um. So she is head and shoulders above everybody, like you guys. Uh. And she seems to be kind of, like, haggling with one of the barters in here. But Jimmy's like, so, uh, do you guys want to, like, do anything here? Or do you just, like, you know, want to go find Nomi or whatever? Because there's, like, some cool stuff in some of these stands.
4: Huh. I suppose it wouldn't help to gear up before we uh, head into a possible conflict area. Um, let's see what there is for sale
1: nice nice well um i'll leave you guys to it i actually have some business of my own to conduct just let me know
2: holler if you need nothing something you know cool
3: Peace. You, James.
2: <laughs> as jimmy walks away yeah you watch hester's shoulders relax for the first time this <laughs> morning <laughs> you didn't realize how scrunched he was mm-hmm. until jimmy leaves nice um so a couple of things you notice about the area
1: other than what i've described so uh, all about you you see the deep gnomes kind of sitting on them i don't have them on this more detailed map of the area there are what look like stone mushrooms dotting all over the area here um and people are sitting on them some are using them as tables some are using them as benches or shelves for like different goods um But you see that there are quite a few wagons carrying all sorts of different foods, items, different things like that. Um, And as I imagine, you guys are kind of like walking around the different stalls and whatnot. You uh, all actually hear a scream echo out. And you see everybody back away um, from the kind of northeast here. Like they start. Uh, or northwest they start moving backwards and you look over and you see this individual this deep gnome towards the to the northwest kind of above one of the the um one of the traders just start lifting up into the air and they are like frozen in a state of like screaming but no noise is heard all of you roll me a perception check
4: hmm
0: yeah, what the hell? We can't just like go shopping, will? Like,
4: sorry, <laughs> I mean, we could we could go back to shopping. It would just be morally reprehensible.
0: It might be better prices. <laughs> <laughs>
4: be like really
2: awkward, just like shuffling yeah. under that guy. Sorry, excuse me. You're in the yeah, way of the good stall. Like
0: the last one. I don't want to miss it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> What's everybody got? Uh, Twenty-two. Twenty-two.
1: Nice. Nineteen. Twelve. Okay, Uh, it's hard to miss. As this individual rises up, you see this kind of like shimmering and you notice this like fluctuation in the air there. And then you guys finally make it out. This gnome has been sucked up into a large gelatinous cube. Oh no. And then you guys are looking around as these crowds are fleeing and you see a couple individuals move and then stop right up here to the northeast, and then one is running towards the the south and stops as one down here to the southeast all of a sudden starts rising into the air as well as two more gelatinous cubes appear swallowing these deep gnomes. Mm. Let's roll for initiative.
2: Yes. Wow.
4: Cubivores. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I can't roll a good initiative to save my life.
1: Oh, no. You know, Sam, it's the
4: it's the one thing that carries over on all your campaigns. You, all
0: of the games that you I play. Just
4: roll dog shit for this.
1: Every oh time. no! All right, Sam, well, what'd you get?
2: Four. Oh god, oh, god. Yeah, that,
4: that does suck. Andrew, <laughs> fourteen.
2: for me. Fourteen. Cool. Brennan. Uh, also fourteen. <laughs> Who's got the higher dexterity? I have a plus four.
1: Plus five. <laughs> Ooh, Very nice I'm the striker.
3: Oops.
1: And I'm gonna roll for the pale individual. They got a ten. And is there anybody else? Should I throw Jimmy in the combat?
2: No. No. Okay. Actually, you know what? Put. I think you want to put him right, <laughs> where, <laughs> right, right where I'm in pinging. the cube. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I think he ran that way. Jimmy's uh, our guide,
0: and he must be saved.
2: Jimmy. Jimmy
1: is the key to all, and y'all just you. You're he, too mean to realize it. He
4: is the campaign. Yes, yeah.
2: we are shallow as all hell, and I'm okay <laughs> with that. <laughs> uh, it's okay. who the other
4: dark has made me to be
2: i created a character or i created an npc that i hated it would be disingenuous of me to change my tune so quickly sure (laughs) sure sure
1: uh all right so first up in the order we have the cubes who have just uh risen uh or taken and swallowed up these individuals here and they continue to just Burn them alive with the acidic nature uh, of their of their bodies. And these people take uh, the first one takes five points of acid damage and is looking really rough. The second individual um, towards the northeast takes seven and the one to the southeast takes 10 points of acid damage and you can see these people are like starting to dissolve um you also see that there are different items and skeletal structures within these cubes as well uh all right uh they need to move because that's what they like to do they are gonna start moving uh uh, actually I need to double check their movement. Uh, I think it's only 10 feet where to go. Speed is 15 feet. They start this one that took up the first gnome starts moving south 15 feet and seems to be heading kind of towards some of the other individuals. The one to the northeast starts moving 5, 10, 15 and swallows up a second deep gnome and this is getting Mm -hmm. close to that pale-skinned mohawked individual. The one to the southeast is going to move westward 15 feet uh, and starts swallowing up another deep gnome. Uh next up we got Starcaller.
4: Ooh. All right. Um so I'm going to break for the northwestern gelatinous cube that has the single um gnome inside of them. Okay. Um I'm going to kind of interpose myself between them and the rest of the deep gnomes um and for my position here well I kind of like run like kind of skid to a halt in front of the cube. Can I reach in and try to pull that gnome out?
1: Uh, yeah, I think you can. Let me just double check here. (laughs) Uh... Yes, you can take an action to pull a creature or object out of the cube, and you need to make a strength
4: check. Okay. Is that flat strength or athletics as well? Strength checks. All right. Old school. Ooh, 18
1: okay so you manage to pass it you reach in you grab this individual and you pull them out however you're going to take some damage for reaching in that's all right you take uh 10 points of acid damage Ooh. as it starts burning into your skin and your armor
3: Ooh. uh
1: but that gnome is out and now beside you and they're just like <coughs> you can see a lot of their skin has
4: been eaten away and they're like
3: oh, thank you Ooh
4: run Uh, and then I'm going to use a bonus action to do my um, daunting roar uh, and that cube is going to need to make a wisdom saving throw
1: okay Um, is this to frighten, charm, deafen, what's the Uh, thing? Frighten okay Uh, it is immune to being frightened damn so nothing happens. It just stands there. Just I let,
4: let out a bellowing roar. Mm. It would appear they don't have ears. I would really start running now. If were you. <laughs> and all
1: the deep gnomes like around you were just like, they were already freaked out. And then you roared and they're like, we're getting the fuck out of here.
4: <laughs> Here's a lion. Uh,
1: <laughs> all right. Is that the end of your turn?
4: It's all skis.
1: All right, Brendan, you are up and your mic is muted.
2: Yeah, I know. It's okay. <laughs> I, I was just talking shit about GME. It's fine. Oh, okay. Um, so, I'm going to... Uh, we got a couple, couple gnomes in here, a couple gnomes in here. I'm just going to shoot... I'm going to pull the longbow. I'm going to shoot up at this cube uh, furthest east. Okay. We are going to take advantage of all three shots I get. Nice, nice, nice. For this, so, uh, and they will all be sharpshooter, because fuck it. Jeez, okay.
1: Minus five, plus ten damage. Great. (laughs) Ah,
2: That's a natural one. Ooh.
1: Uh, Roll me a strength check. Okay. Eleven. Okay. You feel like you almost pulled back too far on your bow, and you hear it start to like... It's like crack a little mm-hmm. bit, but you stop just enough that it doesn't break. Oh, shit.
2: Okay. Second attack. The dice giveth, the dice taketh away. Natural 20. Okay. Ooh, nice, nice, nice. Uh, okay so that is a uh d8 so that is three 11. 16. so much math uh 26 points of piercing Ooh, damage.
1: very nice. nice wow that arrow sinks in and uh,
2: then okay. third and final <laughs> Okay, uh, we're going going small here. 13 to hit. Uh, that is a hit. Okay.
1: <laughs> Minimum damage. Uh, six. You just did 26 points of damage. Like, you're good. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, 16 points of piercing damage. Oh my gosh. Uh, Alright, yeah. It's, uh, you've put some pretty good holes into it
2: now. Uh, is that the end of your turn, my friend? Uh, no, I'm going to bonus action hunter's mark the one to the northeast. Okay. Uh,
1: great, great, great. Let's put a little marker on that. Let's make it red for the mark of the hunter. Next up is that pale, uh, tall... Muscular individual, uh, kind of standing in the area, you see that they, they pull out a morning star that was hanging out on their mm. belt and they kind of let out this. Uh, they actually pick up a horn, a small horn, and they blow into it and then yell just and run at this cube to the north that you've just put this hunter's mark on and they are going to try and reach in and grab one of these gnomes as well uh just one hand thrown in there strength check natural 19 pulls out one of the gnomes and just tosses them back and just goes run uh and they are going to take 3d6 acid damage oof uh, 12 points of acid damage. Uh, their arm is looking very red and raw and do they have a bonus action that they'd like to do? Uh, they point over at you, Scylla, and they're like, get in the fight, scary one! Uh, and you get combat inspiration or a bardic inspiration but you can Ooh. use that from them uh, as a means to roll for on uh, your damage or attack roll against a creature you can choose which one of those you want to use it on uh, it and now it G6? is e from this individual I believe it is let me double check here uh dun, 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 dun inspiration where are you it's a d8 actually yo yeah uh okay it is now your turn what do you want to do uh talk to silla yep
0: okay um she will run up to the uh gelatinous cube that that mohawk individual was just at um taking their cue uh, and she's got uh she's going to get Caliburn. Both hands, uh, and attempt to hit this cube.
1: Okay, the massive icy greatsword sword coming in.
0: Do I need to worry about hitting the person in the cube?
1: Uh, no. This is a large okay. individual, and they are small. I will say that you you're okay. smart enough to aim your swing accordingly. Okay, cool. Appreciate
0: that. I'm gonna add that inspiration. I got. Uh, oh no. Uh, to 18, hit? Yeah, eighteen to hit.
1: Oh, that's definitely a hit.
0: Okay.
1: Um, inspiration that inspiration is gone.
0: Uh 10 slashing damage. Nice. Okay. And I did forget, I'm going to bonus action Hunter's Mark this cube for this next one.
1: All right, so we got two Hunter's Marks on this cube now. All right. All right.
0: Let's go. Uh, 23 to hit.
1: Oops. Absolutely cutting these massive swaths just like jello just
0: <laughs> that one is 16 slashing
1: nice 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 another huge swath just gone uh, bits and pieces of skeleton rock and other debris and item uh, debris are coming off this thing uh, that's it for me okay uh we are now back up at the top of the order with these cubes let me just subtract all this damage here from scylla make sure my hit points are accurate all right uh so the first cube to go is going to be the one all the way over to the east with Starcaller, and they are going to first use a pseudopod and slap out with you so this and let's see if I can hit you. Uh, 17 to hit. That won't do it. Ah, damn it. Okay. Uh, the next thing that's going to happen is they're going to move forward in attempt to engulf Ooh, you. Don't like um, that. So I need you to make a
4: dexterity saving throw. All right. Let's see Uh-oh. what we got. that's a 20 plus by 25
2: okay you
1: are you manage to see this coming and you jump out of the way you can choose which five foot square five feet away from this cube you want to move to okay i'll just back
4: straight on up then
1: okay uh great next the next cube up is going to be the one in between this tall pale individual scylla with the one gnome inside of it Uh, It is going to try and pseudopod hit the pale individual. Um, That is an
2: 11
1: for 15 total. Does that hit them? No, it does not hit them. But then they are surprisingly going to move towards Scylla. Scylla, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw.
0: Okay. Got Oh, eight.
1: Uh, you fail. So you are engulfed by this gelatinous cube and you are going to take uh, you take 13 points of acid damage. Ooh. Now here's a couple things about this. Uh, while you are engulfed, you can't breathe and you are restrained and you are going to continue to take more acid damage at the start of the cube's turn. Mm. Um, You move with the cube as it moves. You can make an attempt to try and escape as an action um, on your turn, just so you know. And remind me of that, because it's the only action you can do while in there. Okay. Uh, Okay, next up is the cube to... The south, the southeast, who has uh, two gnomes in it, they are going to take 3d6 damage. Um, The first gnome, you see its entire flesh just melt away, and they are now skeletal. Mm. Second gnome, same thing those two gnomes just fully flesh torn away from their their bones uh and they are both dead uh let me just go ahead and delete those guys <laughs> sorry and then this cube is gonna move five ten fifteen feet to the west trying to get closer to hester uh you are up Starcall.
4: all right um Stalkar sees this gelatinous hue try to engulf him. He looks around at his um, allies who are in some measure of distress and decides it's time to get nasty. Um, (laughs) I'm gonna go ahead and yeah, uh, I'm gonna cast a bonus action um, not not raffle but thunderous smite.
1: Mm. Nice, nice, Um, nice
4: same spell we gave our, our good buddy just previously uh, and then I'm going to wind up and take a slice
1: okay let's do this
4: I uh, had 24 to hit
2: absolutely
4: alright so let's find all the damage dice um, oop. and ba-doop. and let's go ahead and drop a divine smite in there too I don't like this cube. All right. I like a double smite.
1: A double schmat.
4: Um. All right. So that is a
3: <laughs>
4: fairly piddly. Um, oh. Just a a ten. Uh, sorry, nine points of necrotic damage. Okay. Um. But then we get more fun. Uh, seven points of thunder damage. All right. And nine points of radiant damage. Okay, um, and it lets out a huge, like, like, almost like the ringing of just like the biggest bell on Earth, just boom as this axe rips through, and uh, the cube is forced ten feet away from me. Wow,
1: there's no save, nothing.
4: Uh, let me double check; he's there. Well, I don't think so. If he didn't want the effect, he shouldn't have gotten hit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, you're right. Strength, strength saving throw. Okay. All right, uh,
1: 17, actually.
4: All right, then it is A-OK. It is not moved, nor is it knocked prone. Not that it could be, (laughs) because it is a cube.
3: Mm.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's form, like, um, have you guys ever watched, like, I think they did it on Mythbusters a couple times, uh, and like some of the newer shows where they test uh, like Forged in Fire and stuff like that they have like the gelatinous bodies and when you Mm -hmm. see the slow mo -mo reels when like a bullet or like a sword goes through you see the flesh like expand and ripple Mm -hmm. I imagine that's what happens as both Dawn's Edge gets in there the thunderous might explodes you just see this huge bubble rip open huge chunks of gelatin just Mm -hmm. flipping out into the air Uh, yeah it's pretty sweet but then it manages to just come back into form absorbing
4: that not be moved. There's more that came from, and I'll lean in for my second strike. <laughs> Christ, I
1: totally forget every time. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, that's a twenty-five to hit. Absolutely. Uh, so a- you guys realize this is a giant cube,
1: right? Like the AC like pretty, isn't
4: high. Pretty hard to miss. Uh, and <laughs> a further thirteen points of necrotic. Whew. Nice, nice.
1: Okay. No smites on that one.
4: No smites on that one. We're, we're okay. gonna, gonna slow down a little bit.
1: Yeah, uh you like this cube was looking pretty steady and then you have you like you destroyed just about half of this cube with uh these two swipes here. And nice one. Yeah, you die. If it could speak, it would be mad. Uh all right,
2: Hester, you are up. Okay. We're still in a pretty public scene here. So I'm going to go ahead and take a couple shots at the cube uh, that I Hunter's Marked. And we're going to keep up Sharpshooter. Ooh. Okay. Uh, Sam, real
1: quick. It, or, hunter's Mark is concentration, right? It is. Uh, and you took damage. Sense. Do you need to make a concentration check to keep uh, your two. Hunter's Mark up? Twelve. I think you
2: are okay then. Yeah. Uh, all right, yeah, sorry, Hester. Um, okay, you're good. Jesus Christ. Uh, Seven to hit for the first one. That's a hit. No, it is not. <laughs> yeah, it is, dude.
1: It's, oh li- my it's God.
4: literally the broad side of a barn door, my friend.
1: Holy shit. You guys wanna know what the AC is?
2: AC six.
4: <laughs> That's <hysterical. laughs> it's a cube.
2: You know what is, you know what is actually really funny about that? What with sharpshooter, if it wasn't a critical fail, my natural one still would have hit. Nice. <laughs> Ooh, max damage there. Uh, so twenty three points of piercing Holy on the first smokes. hit. Mokes. Okay. And then second attack. You guys are the kings of burst Ooh. damage. Sorry, yes. Hunter's Mark. Uh, so an extra five points there. To the original hit? To the first hit, yep. Okay. Right, because Hunter's Mark... Yeah, 1d6 D6 per hit. Um, I have... Okay, that's different. So yeah, second attack uh, is a... Uh, 16 to hit. Absolutely. So that one. Almost max. Again, 21 points of piercing.
1: Jeez. Uh... Uh,
2: plus two more from Hunter's Mark. Okay. This uh, this cube is like barely holding on to the forms of Scylla in that deep gnome. And I'm just going to be uh, strafing west to try to keep distance between me and that uh, eastern gelatinous
1: cube. Yeah, the one that was moving in on you. Okay, yes. nice, good turn. Uh, next up is the 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 tall pale individual who runs around and is going to try and grab this gnome from this cube so strength check they make it they pull this gnome from out of the cube and they like turn towards eucilla and you can see that this is like a albino Orc like individual. And their red eyes turn to you and they are yelling something at you, and you feel empowered by the yells that they're giving you. You have Bardic inspiration uh, once again, but this one is just a regular one, so you can use it for an ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. And that is a D8 again. Uh, and that is their turn. They are going to stay right there. And Scylla, you are up.
0: Okay, so Um, I'm restrained, right? But I can still take an attack. I just have disadvantage. Uh,
1: Is that what restrained says?
0: Yeah. uh, Speed is reduced to zero. You have disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws, and attackers have advantage.
1: Okay. I'm just double checking, seeing if it says anything else.
0: Yeah. Incapacitated would be unable to take actions. Yeah. As opposed to restrained, which is just disadvantage.
1: Okay. Yeah. You know what? Oh, yeah, I'll give it to you. Yeah, why not? It, it's just restrained. It doesn't say you're incapacitated. So screw it. Let's go with the rules. Rules is
0: written. Scylla is inside of this cube, and she's still swinging her sword.
1: <laughs> yeah, this massive locking sword.
0: I got a nat. It uh, doesn't count because I have disadvantage. Uh, it was not at 20, but instead it is a 15.
1: It's still enough. You're in it. You're hitting it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You're um, just carving through uh, ever so ima- slowly.
2: Imagine being inside the broadside of a barn and missing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I actually cannot miss. So there's really, uh, uh, this is fifteen slashing.
1: Okay. You carve through and you feel the ooze just and dissolve out from around you, and you land on your feet. The cube is dead.
0: I think she. Scylla like slashes out with her sword from within it, it falls around her, and without stopping, she strides over to the next cube. Yeah. Uh it's just like one motion, and I'm going to swing again. Okay. Uh yeah, it's uh 13.
1: Yep, it's a hit. It's only a six. <laughs> oh, You're gonna be a okay.
0: Uh ten slashing.
1: Alright, nice. You carve a a nice big hunk out of it, uh, and you can see it kind of turns towards you now that you have chopped into its body.
0: I forgot to do the thing, but bonus action, move my hunter's mark to this one.
1: Okay. Yeah, let's move... Let's get rid of these hunter's marks.
2: Uh, you were the purple mark. That's actually a very good call. Can I move, uh, my hunter's mark to the cube to the northwest?
3: I'll
1: give it to you this time. Next time you forget, no. Thanks, Boo. Yeah, accept
0: well, it. I think, I think, isn't it like the creature has to die and then you spend the bonus action?
1: Yes. Okay. Technically.
3: <laughs> <me>,
1: <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, Scylla, is that the end of your turn or you got some more yes, going on? Yes, that's it. Okay. So you've run up, you've taken the slash after cutting your way out of the ooze, Uh, We are back up the top of the order with the cubes left. So the one on Starcaller is going to try to hit you with the pseudopod again. Uh, What's up? In the
0: interest of being honest, should I have taken damage at the start of my turn?
1: No, uh, I don't think so. Hang on a sec. I
0: saw this scene in the d and B movie. That's why I'm asking.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The engulfed creature can't breathe and is restrained and takes blank acid damage at the start of each of the cube's turn.
0: Oh cool, that's convenient. Yeah, okay. so
1: you you're all right. On. Thank you. Um Yeah, I mean, I would have preferred it be on your turn, but <laughs> <Not> whatever. Yeah, <right.
3: laughs> Whatever. whatever.
1: <laughs> uh yeah, he's going to swing out. I think it was a 15, which we know is a miss on Starcaller. Uh and next they're going to try to move on top of you, so I need you into engulf you. So I need you to make a deck saving throw Starcaller. Can you dodge the wall?
4: I will try to make the save. No, sir. yeah, that's no, agree. Sir. It's fine. Fuck you
1: save.
0: That's uh, fine, you save.
1: All right, you you move back and you see Jimmy is like hiding behind the tent. He's like, you can do it, man. I believe in you. You'll
4: you get eaten, but whatever that is. Your words inspire me, sir Jimmy. Thank that's you. all I try to do. Um, all right,
1: and. <laughs> Uh, he yells out, he's like, hey, watch out, as the cube in front of Scylla, the one to the far east originally, is going to try and swipe at you with a pseudopod. Uh, Nope, because of your insane AC, that was a nine on the die, but it is going to try and engulf you. Please make a dexterity saving throw.
0: All right, let's go.
1: Can you save this time?
0: I don't know what the save is but i'm gonna add that d8 just in case just in case uh 15 uh
1: okay yeah you managed to save so it moves up Woo. go ahead and move yourself back five feet uh all right and that is the cube's turn starcaller you're up this cube has just tried to engulf you a second time you fool
4: you know not of whom you just uh, yeah, and blah, I'm gonna blah, blah, swing blah. at them. Uh, it's a 19. Yep. Uh, it feels so good to swing with both hands again, Don.
1: <laughs> it is true, you are in rare and fine form now.
4: Uh, 13 points of necrotic, and we're Kay. coming again. How's this guy looking here?
1: Uh, it's looking rough. You, you carved, uh, about half of it off last time.
4: Mm. All right, all right, all right. Uh, all right, that's a twenty-four, and we are gonna go ahead and pop a second-level divine smite. Jeez! Oh, all right, I would was like sixty-six. Like you... No, it's just three D eight. Oh, 3 D eight.
1: I'm sorry.
4: <laughs> I, I a... keep forgetting to haggle for sneak attack. Come on, Andrew. Oh. Andrew. I, I didn't have oh. it, but like one of these days it's going to work and it's going to be really cool. Yeah, wow, it's, it's a whole slide of his rogue level. It's almost
2: like you took a level dip for <laughs> yeah. that
4: sweet, sweet sneak attack. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. I was just happy with the sweet, sweet expertise. We need to
0: remember to fight side by side, Andrew.
4: Yeah, we really got to stop Yeah, dividing. Yeah. Um, you could encourage Jimmy to get in there. He, you know, <laughs> uh,
1: know.
2: the wording of sneak attack is that the other ally needs to be a threat <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what
1: you mean I'm threatening shut up you don't know how I am I'm you're th- on.
2: the only thing you're threatening Jimmy is the gene pool now get back behind
4: <laughs> the bazaar
3: <bizarre. laughs> oh my god Savage.
4: Oh God. Uh, New character, same fucked up energy. Brett is back, baby! <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: right. The character didn't really shift much, but inside. <laughs>
4: yeah. uh, anyway, He looks different. That's what matters. He, he does look different. Anyway, that's 12 necrotic and uh, 13 radiant.
1: Oof. Alright, this, this cube is barely there. But it's still up. Why won't you die?!
4: It says nothing in return. That's very uh,
3: cool.
1: uh, <laughs> is that the end of your turn?
4: Yeah, I got nothing to do on this bonus action this time, so...
1: Alright, Hester, you are up.
2: <laughs> I know what's wrong with it. It ain't got enough arrows in it. And I'm gonna... <laughs> I'm gonna scoot up there to get a good line of sight, see that uh, Starcaller is hacking away at it, and I'm gonna take some shots. And why the hell wouldn't I do Sharpshooter? Oh yeah, why wouldn't you? <laughs> uh okay that is a seven it's low but it still it, hits it's just enough to hit okay okay uh 21 points of piercing damage you your arrow sails through
1: splattering what remains of it and like just misses the deep gnome in the back of this tent behind it like the arrow <laughs> just <laughs> my blades fan and he's like huh. Ah! And Jimmy gets okay. up beside the guy and he's like, oh my god, you almost killed him. Where's your haircaster?
2: <laughs> I was aiming for you.
1: Why Why would you do that? Jimmy's the last guy.
2: Oh god, did I say that part out loud?
1: <laughs> yeah, he
2: stares at you, Malfa Uh <laughs> Alright, bud.
1: Uh, okay. Uh, let's... T- you got two more attacks, don't you? Yes, I do.
2: Oh no, I only have one. Okay. Um, Oh, first round of combat is that what it is? Yeah. First round of combat, I get two. Uh, But yeah, so I will do that second attack. Make it. Ah, yeah, I guess. Uh, Dirty twenty. Yeah. And. Uh, six, 16 points of piercing damage.
1: It's later. Uh, all right. Yeah. Another solid hit here on this cube. It's still up though. Looking pretty weak. Okay. Is that the end of your turn?
2: That is the end of my turn. Okay, so
1: stand in your ground. Uh, this pale orc is going to step up beside Scylla and swing her morning star at it. Uh, let's see if she can hit it. Uh... Nope. Well, actually, yes, because I forgot. It's AC6. That was a natural 4. And they are going to do... um, Let's see. They do minimum damage. Uh, They do 8 points of damage to this cube. uh, And they are going to take another swing. Uh, 12 on the die. So that hits much better damage, almost max. That is 13 points of damage, and you see this Morningstar come down and smash through this cube, and the cube is dead. And when this last cube finally falls, like you can still hear screams and yells. People are moving about, but there's starting to become more of a lull, but more people are coming through and trying to just tend to those that have been injured. The couple of dead bodies that have appeared. Um, What do you guys do as this, this kind of settles?
2: I think Hester is going to sentry up, um, he knows that these creatures are pretty difficult to see, so I think he wants to take a look out. Can he see any shimmering anywhere, like one of these is still around and just hasn't been caught yet? Uh, make a perception check or investigation. I'll let you choose. I will do perception.
1: What's Starcaller and Scylla doing as this happens?
4: Uh, I want to sidle up to our new friend. Um...
1: Mm-hmm. Same. Uh,
4: you were... Uh... Fine in battle, there, friend. We appreciate your aid. Um, wait we put a name to the face?
1: Uh, this individual turns around, this this very kind of ripped, lean uh, individual, and they hold out a fist for like a fist bump. And they're like, It's Isla. Nice to meet you.
4: I fist bump. Aye. The pleasure is mine, friend. And you are? Ah. Artemis Stalkar, sworn knight of King Laertes of the Kingdom of Ember, Lion of the Deep, Breaker of Chains, Wielder of Dawn's Edge, and Friend of Shadow Bane of Fiend.
2: That is quite the
1: uh amassment of titles. Well done, well done. Uh <laughs> I'm I'm just Isla the Scaled. And you can see on their like skin there are like scars that look like uh, scaling, almost on their arms and different parts of their body, and kind of like patchwork and stuff like that. And Isla or Is turns towards you, uh, Scylla, and it's like your name, and holds out the the fist for like a bump.
0: Uh, I think Scylla does the bump slightly wrong, and then my name is <laughs> Turkey. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, the turkey. <literally. laughs> it has been an honor to fight alongside you. You are quite powerful, and your words were quite inspiring.
1: Oh, well, thank you. I, I couldn't see somebody uh, taken down like that. But uh, you swing quite a fine blade there, and same to you. That, uh, it's, is it just me, or is it a little bit darker here? You still have Dawn's edge oh, out.
4: Oh, my <laughs> mistake, and I'll quaff the blade, and it'll kind of... <laughs>
1: Oh, that's, uh, that's quite something. Nice. Uh, (laughs) I see you're not the common, common folk around
4: here. Uh, no, we are ourselves strangers here. We have just, um, uh, joined the city.
1: Pleasure is mine. I came in last night.
4: Ah, excellent. You've met Jimmy, then?
1: Yeah, I've met that insufferable one. And Jimmy's like, oh, hey, guys, what's your, Oh, hey, hey. Isla is, and uh, they're like, You don't get to call me is, it's just Isla or scales, (laughs) right? No, that's uh, that's cool, that's cool. Uh, you guys, you, I see you met my my fine friends here, my my good companions, my bros, my party. Uh, I was just showing them about, and is just like rolls their eyes and is looking at you guys, like, Are you really with this motherfucker?
0: He has a fine tour guide. Isla.
1: Yeah, yeah no, yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool. Uh, shrugs.
0: <laughs> Isla, what brings you to the city? You are not from here, I assume.
1: No, no, I'm I'm not from here. Uh just really passing through, stock up on some provisions, and make my way. Just taking what work I can, honestly.
0: Um perhaps we will be in the city for some time and if you will be here for a while looking for work should we have need of your assistance it would be nice to call upon you
1: uh yeah I suppose I could extend services if if needed you guys got coin we have some alright alright cool uh you usually get paid for your kind of work or you just you know the true hero types where it's (laughs) we do it for the good of mankind and all
2: that
4: oh no we get we get paid
1: Okay, good, cool. <laughs> Seem like the type of people I
2: well, can roll with. No, I don't like people. I just like coin.
0: Usually we do it for the good, and then payment happens as a result.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. Well,
1: as long um, as there's can, payment at the end.
0: Yes, and I cannot help but notice that you have scales.
1: I uh, also- well, I don't know if they're really scales. I. They, they look like that. I think they're just scars. I've always had them, probably from... Shipbrained parent or something i don't remember too much of my youth
3: hmm.
0: it is wonderful to see on someone else
1: oh yeah no i mean <laughs> i suppose so i i haven't really seen a triton around here before
0: yes my people are few and far between
3: hmm
1: well, no. I mean it's a uh, it's a pleasure, you know. <laughs> Can't say I've met too many of you before. Uh, a little bit on the up on the surface near the coast, but uh yeah, really not down here before. You're you're oh. a long ways off from the waters. You come from the,
0: As the surface. As are you. Yes.
1: Oh uh, yeah, no. I uh I came down here. I don't even know how many weeks or maybe even months ago, but uh no, I met up with a a caravan that was coming down here. Uh just figured I'd stock up maybe try to see, you know, like uh I've heard of Gracklestug before. Interesting city from what I've heard, but uh these guys weren't really concerned on making their way there and I don't really feel like wandering. So I guess I'll hang out till, you know, someone either wants to lead me or I'll try to make my way back up.
4: Oh, excellent and um perhaps yet again we have common cause uh besides the coin, we also look to eventually make our way uh towards the surface. <laughs>
1: Alright, this is getting a little weird with just how serendipitous this is all seeming to work out. Yeah, I know. It's almost like
2: someone wrote this meticulously to fit together, almost in this weird narrative sense.
1: Yeah, like, it's weird that there's more than, like, a couple enterprising individuals with their sights on getting out of the Underdark, or, you know, whatever. Uh, No, cool, that's... (laughs) weird, but, uh, I'm not gonna read into it too much. Uh... Yeah, I, would,
4: I wouldn't, yeah. No, definitely
1: I I don't know about you guys, or about the gnomes here, but there was some kinda nice-looking stuff in some of these cubes. Are you... Are you iffy on, like, taking that, or is, is it cool if I...
4: all. Hey, everybody gets a cube. Come on now.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's three of you, one of me. Like, can we... Is it possible we could share, like, something?
0: I think it would be fine should you take one, and we will yes, not right. touch the one that you choose. Yes,
4: that's yours. This one over here is mine, and Scylla and Hester can share that one. Excellent. And
0: Hester can have it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, oh,
1: Cool. Great. Thanks, guys. Uh, all right. Why don't you show me which cubes you guys are going for, because there is some loot here.
4: Uh, I want the cube I worked on over, on, over yonder.
1: Okay. All right. Uh, seems like Scylla's not going for a cube.
0: No, Scylla doesn't believe in greed.
1: <laughs> oh. <Okay>. See, see <laughs> see the oh, mightier this, huh? than that. I didn't see it, you look all at, thought it, so. Look at
2: this non-murder hobo traditional uh, player. I'm sorry, didn't we meet Scylla <laughs> under the pretense of, hey, let's go steal a red dragon egg from people we don't know?
0: No, she... Found a dragon. Uh huh. Uh huh.
1: <laughs> found it. Finders, keepers. That's right. Uh, All right. So Isla will take the one to the north. So I guess Hester leaves you with yeah, the one right there. Um, what did you get for your perception check, by the way? Uh, it was a 21. Okay. You don't notice any other okay. cubes. And now that you've kind of got an eye out for them, you, you, you don't That's see
2: fine. That's fine. That's fine. Because he was looking around and was like doing a really, really deep look. And then when he finally like settled on the spot where Isla and everybody were t- were talking, uh, this like windswept effect started taking over, and he was looking at Isla, and "You're the Inspiration" started playing in the background. <laughs> no, <what?
3: laughs>
2: nice, nice. Okay. Oh my god. Uh, cool.
1: All right, Isla like literally has paid you zero yep. attention. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I can just careless whisper no, and then no Isla we're not turns careless away. whispering this <laughs> uh all right why doesn't everybody make me that's searching make an investigation check here
0: hmm. i think Cilla would help pastor find things but... oh
2: she's not that great no. oh She'll yeah no vagary. i couldn't just in case <laughs> anything hey, no no no, no no no
0: no no i was offering you advantage on the roll if you don't want it then i'll walk away
2: what, what's your investigation bone
3: <laughs> never again
2: uh, What's I bone? have a plus four. You get to say "maddie Baddies, I get to say Investigation Bone, <laughs> and we both suffer. <laughs> uh, I
0: have a plus four.
2: You have a plus four. I have a plus three. Uh, I'll take the advantage, but I'm not going to roll much better than I already did.
0: Okay, then I think Silla will just walk I
2: actually, I rolled one better than I just did. Okay. Uh, so, I had originally rolled a natural 18, I just rolled a natural 19, so 22. Wow. Okay. it's pretty
1: good. Uh, in Thanks, your Silla. cube... You find that- 221 copper pieces.
3: Ooh.
1: And you find 75 gold pieces. This is just a Nestor's cube. 70, or Hester, 70, sorry.
2: 75 gold pieces?
1: I believe that's what I said. Yes.
2: I don't listen to you.
1: Uh... And I'm taking away from the totals here that I rolled. So what did I tell you again? <laughs> I thought first? he was saying he was taking yeah. away my gold. Uh,
0: 221 copper, 75 gold. Yeah, that
1: one. Thank you. Uh, okay, and then... 5 okay just making sure i divvy this up correctly between everybody the other thing you find is what looks like a slender stick with these interesting designs carved Ooh. into it and you would think this is perhaps some kind of wand uh what did you get my good good artemis negative one
4: Negative, nice. No, you one? didn't. Yeah, roll a one and I have a negative two bonus. Oh, no.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I imagine you have what to it give is. something up to the cube. <laughs> I,
0: I, look, I, you know, this is like karma. Artemis out here being greedy.
1: Um. I imagine you're distracted because, like, a couple of deep gnomes have come over and they're just, like, profusely thanking you. Especially the one that was, like, swallowed up and almost burned. And they're like, oh, thank you so much for saving me. Like, I don't know what happened, but I, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. And they're just, it's you're, like, trying to look over at the cube and oh, see what's been yes. dropped. No,
4: uh, you needn't fear as long as that? God, oh, nickel. No, I mean, as long as <laughs> Artemis collar is here, uh, I will be to defend the... Is that a... Nope, that's a rock. Yes, <laughs> my pleasure.
1: Uh, Jimmy comes over though, and he's like, "Hey, Artemis, I found some of this stuff. I, I mean, it it'd be kind of cool if you let like your bud, you know, like have a little bit of this for like helping you out so much. But like, the rest is totally yours. I don't know, like, that's cool with you, or anything."
4: Jimmy. Uh, yeah. Finders keepers. If you ever take what is mine (laughs) I will eviscerate you
2: Roll an intimidation (laughs) Jesus You just said finders keepers to the guy that found things for you
4: Yeah I'm a lot better at intimidation than I am (laughs) That's a 14
1: Okay. You just like put a giant paw on his chest and you keep leaning over. <laughs> Don's edge is making everything darker around him, so it's just your red eyes, and he's like, I think I
4: just pissed my pants. It's
1: all yours, man.
4: Uh, so... You have chosen well. Okay. Um.
1: Jesus, so bro. Uh, you find. 356 copper pieces. All right. And you find 64 gold pieces. Cool. Uh and and then Jimmy kind of like drops a couple more after the intimidation and you get an extra 40. Excellent. The other thing that he drops is a very fine looking chain shirt that seemed to be made out of this kind of uh, silvery greenish material. Mm. Uh, Scylla, I imagine after you've helped Hester you're kind of over by Isla mm-hmm. and she picks uh or they they it's a they, they pick up some uh some copper pieces and some gold themselves but they hold up this kind of like small figurine looking thing
4: mm-hmm. and they
1: toss it towards you and they're like i really don't have any need for this or want of this knickknack it's that can be yours
0: that is very kind and it is shiny how big is it
1: <laughs> uh it's small and you see it's a What looks like a silver raven
0: Uh, fits into
1: like the palm of your hand pretty easily.
0: It goes right in her pocket.
1: Okay. Uh, All right. And that is all you guys find within these cubes.
4: Okay. uh, what's the scene like your will is like business continuing or are people in full on panic mode still What's, the, what's people the are
1: I not like? in panic mode um, it seems like a lot of vendors are trying to and like some guards have now arrived uh, it sounds like you can hear the kind of rough voice of Dorbo uh, Diggermatics is like coming into the into the uh, the market here and people are just now kind of alarmed Um, Some folks are consoling others, especially over the couple of Deep Gnome that were um, eaten, essentially, by the cubes. And there's definitely not, like, trade happening at the moment. People are just trying to kind of, like, settle the nerves here um, from this random attack and... Dorbo Diggermatic, after kind of like sending some guards, after he comes in and kind of hears what the situation is, comes up to the lot of you, and is like, so, I understand we have you to thank for stopping these oozes from consuming my people.
4: Uh, We are in the right place at the right time, uh, Mr. Diggermatic, and we did what we do, which is put an end to Whenever it needs to be ended. Well, I appreciate
1: you taking such control of the situation and dealing with it in your in your manner. That was much appreciated. I do have to ask, however, did you see where these oozes came from?
4: Um, no, they they were just upon us. But it it seems they're mostly actually no, I I got nothing for you there, boss. Hmm. They were just all um, of a sudden there.
0: They came from above.
2: Above? What do you mean by above? Like the ceiling?
0: It seemed to be, yes.
4: Oh, well, so you have clearly your you Triton eyes see much.
0: Is that right?
1: <laughs> you just saw them appear. You didn't see okay, them fall yeah. from anything.
0: I think she just assumed.
1: Uh, but Dorbo's like looking up and he's like, I'm. I guess I will have to have the Enclave check the tunnels again, make sure that there's no cracks in our ceilings that they could be coming through. Hester. And he just kind of curtly nods at you. Dorbo. Uh, and who are you? Uh, large new face. And, uh, Isla is like I'm Isla, the, the scaled, uh, pleasure to meet you I assume you're in charge here and uh, Dorbo's like no yes I, I'm I'm in charge here I'm Dorbo digomatic pleasure to meet you Isla uh, sorry it's under such circumstances uh, again thank you but I, I will tend to my people now have you, have you spoken to Nomi though
2: no we were on our way to find them actually this, this morning we uh hadn't quite gotten there yet. They were taking care of a caven for me. Uh a cavern
1: over. I suggest you look there if she hasn't already completed her business. And then Jimmy appears and he's like, Okay, oh, hey, Dorbo, what's up? Uh no, I was helping these guys lean them around. I was gonna take them to Nomi. We heard about them collapse and I've been showing them around the city and Dorbo's like shut up, Jimmy. I've already got problems with you enough for interfering with the gods last week. And Jimmy's like, I wasn't interfering. And Dorbo just stares him down like, don't, don't say another word. And Jimmy's like, I
3: know, it's cool, I'm sorry.
1: Anyways, thank you. Um, Perhaps this can serve as compensation. And he throws a gem at you guys uh all of you roll a dexterity a check or a dexterity saving throw i'll i'll say dexterity saving throw
2: 17 11
0: 13
1: uh all right so the 17 wins it you manage to snatch out of the air a quartz gemstone and you know that this is a spellstone right? second level wow Ooh. Uh, what do you guys want to do
4: um, looking around here I know like it's not necessarily bustling anymore but are there like does anyone here look like a good tinkerer is there like a
1: uh, make an investigation check
4: Ah, the thing that I am best at.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, your strong skills. Uh, (laughs) is it two? (laughs) Yeah, uh, you're Uh, not noticing anybody. Nobody seems to stand out to you
4: too much. Hmm. Even among these enlightened people, there is no one to fix my gauss pistol. Alas, perhaps on the morrow I will seek another.
1: What do you need fixed, man? You could just said something, I could help you out.
4: Ah, Jimmy, my boon companion. Yes, um, is there anyone here who works in, um, experimental, um, ranged weaponry? Uh, perhaps a, a tinkerer or a delicate metal worker. Oh,
1: um, shoot, jeez. Well, like, I guess on a magical end, there's Kazooka Pixion. You know, that was that was dad, by the way, cazuke Pixan. Oh. No. Um he, you know, he just does he does a lot of stuff with like spell gems. Um uh, or no, I I think I said that was his grandfather, if I remember correctly. I believe so. Yeah. That's his granddaddy. Um his father though, Pazuke, uh he, he he does some Smithins. He might be able to help you.
4: Excellent. Ooh. I did rather make a scene with his mother, though. That might be a problem.
1: Oh, no, dude,
4: what'd you do? Um, I took the, I, she was a little bit distraught, and I I took the moment to uh, hammer home a a just and righteous point to the um, Mr. Diggomatic that he must take my claim seriously, but in retrospect, um, I might have been hungry.
3: <laughs> oh, that's,
1: that's really unfortunate, dude. Well, I mean, Kazuk's stall is like right over there. We could probably go talk to him and they're like if you become be- good buddies with him, like you became good buddies with me, I bet I bet they'd work over Pazu, no problem.
3: Hmm.
4: It just seems real awkward to me. That's <laughs> <laughs>
1: cool. You know what? I'll take care of it. Don't you worry about a thing. And he gives you like finger guns as you walk away.
4: I can see nothing wrong with the situation. <laughs> yeah, I hey,
2: I heard your son's dead. Fix my gun. Yeah. And he's yeah. walking over to uh,
1: this large orange tent to the southeast. And you just hear him go like, Hey, guys, what's up, dude? I got a favor to <laughs> Um
4: that will go very well. I can feel it.
2: Yeah. Has Dorbo left? Or is he sort of like tending to everybody? Uh, he's talking to
1: a couple of other individuals that are a little bit hurt and then starts kind of like leading them away from the, the grotto here. Okay. Can I try to catch him quickly on his way out? Sure. Yeah. Uh, I imagine he's kind of close to the Southeastern, uh, thing and you, you run up to him.
2: Yeah. I sort of, uh, I sort of just trot up Mr. Digomatic, uh, I understand that I entered on some very shaky terms yesterday and and I apologize greatly for the disturbance um, I was very bold in my speaking if you would forgive me for being bold again hmm. i I'm not going to lie to you, I don't actually know the depth of um, your conflict with Chipgrin Grin and, and ours. Um, but I do know that he has mentioned to me about knowing something regarding Oozes. And I, I, I know you don't want to speak to him, but if, if I could serve as a uh, sort of liaison. I would be happy to to go speak with him and and try to find something helpful. I I know that coming back into Bligdenstone has been tense and will continue to be so, but anything that I can do, and and mine can do, to broker uh, peace and growth, I, I hope you know that's where this is coming from. I would like the group to
1: make me a charisma check. Just straight charisma? Yep, all of you. Hey. Okay. What's everybody got? 18. Nice.
0: 21.
1: Nice. Seven. Okay, (laughs) it's enough. You see Dorbo kind of glaring at you for a second, Hester, and then he looks over to the other members of your party kind of talking in the, in the background. Isla is kind of chatting up Starcaller and Scylla for a moment. And more of the deep gnomes are kind of like tentatively coming up and like thanking you guys. And then Dorbo's eyes flick back to you, Hester. And he goes, hmm. if you keep doing deeds like this, I think I might be able to talk to Chip Grimm but I make no promises at the moment. And that's where we'll end it today.